We are one day closer to Christmas. And for today's episode, I asked a poll on the gram and I asked people to submit a number from one to 59. And that was the episode I was going to react to slash rewatch slash add in any additional info. So the number 33 one and what's crazy is two people submitted 33 and at the same time I checked my Instagram story views when I saw the replies and they were also at 33. So um, this is really exciting. So let's go ahead and dive into episode 33 titled Let's Dive Into Emotions. Just kidding. That's actually not the title. Um, It's called We Back to Processing Emotions. Sorry about that. This is the season of You Talk Show, where putting yourself first is always in season. Life is bound to suck at times, and that's why I've created this podcast, where you can learn tips and tricks to navigate the suck. Together, we grow through seasons of singleness, seasons of sadness, seasons of celebration, seasons of hope, and also seasons of nope. Okay, I'm going to stop talking. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Let's dive in. Welcome back to this season of You Talk Show. I am so excited to be broadcasting to you from a new place and a new space. Whew. I have so much to say and I just want to say first that I love, love, love everyone coming to me saying how much they love all of the mental health, all the mental health talks on here. They are my favorite. I love the topic of mental health, mental health, but make it cute, right? right? That's my new slogan. So thank you to the girl who gave that to me in my DMs. You are the best. She really is. I have... I don't even have words this morning. I said, well, Megan, you better I just feel him. weird. You are on a podcast. I was like, why do you feel weird? I was like, I feel weird. And I said, I feel like I'm looking around this room being like, this is, I, I get to broadcast from here. I get to work from here. I get to do stuff from here. It is what? beautiful. <laughs> and then I immediately broke down and had a grief, a grief invasion um, because I saw a video of my nephew being the cutest little guy ever. Um, and it just kind of that entire like hour showed me that I finally feel safe enough to process emotions. Ooh, and hold on. We're going to stop I right know there. So- okay. A few things on that. I am in a brand new space when I'm recording this podcast, which I love that it's video that I get to see me and my demeanor and I look sad. Okay. And I had just moved in to my new place and my office is essentially like a coffee shop vibe. And so that's what they were seeing in this video podcast. And it was truly amazing to be in here and to watch my vision come to life. And I think it's so important that I said, I'm finally feel safe enough to process these emotions because when my nephew had passed away, I did not truly process the emotion of him passing away for, I don't know, 11 months because I just was like, oh, now's not the time. Now's not the time. I'm not ready until one day it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, I'm literally drowning. And then I like, I cried it out. I breathed through it. And obviously I talked about it at therapy and things like that. But 
The main point I want to make here is your environment plays such a large role in your mental health and your healing journey. And maybe you're not aware of that. Maybe you've never heard of that before, but it so does. So I just want you to know and recognize the role your environment plays. All right, let's keep listening. So many people who just bury their emotions down, 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 down. It's like that song. Shawty, we're going down, 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 Still a good song. Right? That song. You all know what I mean. And they just keep pushing them down further and further and further. And the truth is, the further you push them down, the more you're going to have to deal with later. So just like get it out of the way. Move it out of the way. Don't think about it. Just move on. And I don't know if I had not been feeling my emotions for the past, I don't know. January since January it's currently May and I am an emotional human I love to cry crying makes me feel better I love to look at my emotions I'm very very self-aware that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day but why do I look so I just sad? was never processing these emotions and I did the same thing um when I was interim finding a place to live before the last place I lived And when I'm around other people, I cannot, for some reason, process my emotions. I couldn't cry in therapy. I couldn't cry there. I couldn't. I I just literally was just like numb and I just like numb out. And so if that's you, I just want to let you know, welcome. You're in good company, (laughs) but we need to find a way and a place and a space where you can process those emotions because it can get real dicey real quick real when quick. you are just going on and not processing anything and just being numb. It, it It's not good for you and it does not help you any in your healing and processing those emotions. So that's a big fact for me. I just, I don't know. I just live somewhere else and I'm just like, okay, I, my only goal today is to make it through today with a good mental health day. Right. I'm like, as long as I don't lose my shit, we're good. Hold right? on. I want to stop here. Okay. This is important to touch on because I've been having so many conversations with women telling them that I promise, I promise if you put in the work and you show up for yourself and you do things in the right direction, you will go from seven bad mental health days to six to five to four to three to two to one to zero. And before you know it, you're having more good days than bad days. And I, they look at me like I'm crazy. And I would have too, because even in this video, like I look so sad. I look like I'm so broken. And I was really, really, I clearly needed to process some emotions here, but I just want to let you know, track your days. I know that this sounds crazy, but when you track your days and you can see how many good days you have and how many bad days you have, and then you start to see you have more good days than bad, it really does make an impact on the rest of your day. And it shows you that you are making progress. So I just want you to know here that if you are struggling and you keep having bad mental health day after bad mental health day, and you're struggling, 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 I promise you, if you put in the work, you go see a therapist, you do all of the things that you should do. You do great things for your body and you move the needle forward in every department you can. If you are showing up and you are putting in the work, you will see progress. It might be slower than you want, but you will see progress. Take it from someone who had bad days every single day, multiple cries every single day to someone now who truly and honestly has 
mental health days galore that are wonderful. Like I want you to know it is possible. And even if you are in a really dark space right now, you're not alone. I've been there. I've been there, been there. And in this video, I look like I've been there and you, you're, you're not alone and it will get better. All right, let's get back. And the more we go on and on and on, the less I feel. And today <laughs> it was real. so weird. I woke up. I want to wake up at 5 a.m., but it's just it's not happening because I'm literally fucking exhausted. So I'm listening to my body. So that that's progress. Hold <laughs> on. Let me interject I here, took Megan. A shower. All right, Megan, listen to me. <laughs> okay, so I did look tired. Um, that's why I love that this is a video podcast. Really hype. I should do more. Um, but the thing is, is that yes, you need to listen to your body when you're tired. Yes, you need to take breaks. Yes, you need to rest. But Something Bianca Oltoff said has really been ringing true in my life these past few weeks, and I'm so happy I'm reviewing this episode and I get to talk about it. Bianca Oltoff said this in an interview, and I'll link the whole interview down below because it was so good. But essentially what she said was, you're not tired. You're just not investing in the things that fill you up. And that was me. That is me. I'm trying every single day to invest in things that fill me up. But the reason why I'm so tired so often is because I'm not doing things that make me excited about life, that make me excited to wake up, that make me excited to go out and do things. So I recently started a new routine. I, I wake up, I read the Bible. I'm at the, I read the Bible in the gym parking lot. I go into the gym at 6 a.m. I take a class and then I start my day. What that does is it's a whole domino effect. Then I drink water. Then I take my greens. Then I then I stimulate my hunger because honestly, today it's Wednesday. I don't go to the gym on Wednesdays. I've literally drank basically no water. I haven't eaten a full meal and I have not taken my greens because when I start my day not working out, my entire day is like on a landslide. But when I do work out, for my mental health, everything is a domino effect in the positive way. So all of that to say and to remind you that you might not be tired. Yes, it's good to rest and you should rest, but there's a fine line between resting too much and you being exhausted because the things you're doing are not filling you up. Okay. And I start work at seven. And so it was like 630. I took a shower. I got out of the shower. I did my face routine, right? I did my Lumi. Then I did my, my serum. Then I did my lotion. And normally like literally right after that, I would put makeup on. It would be like immediately makeup, right? But I was like, no, I'm going to wait. I don't know why, but I was like, I'm going to wait today. So I'm sitting down at my desk, this desk over there. And I'm like, yeah, today's weird. Like I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm so grateful, but like something's weird. Like something's wrong. It's almost like I knew this was going to happen. It was like the fucking, you oh, know, when you see the wave this was going an era when Megan like, it's still gonna swore crash on right on me. Like I could see the wave starting to go. And I was like, I just feel weird. Like I'm grateful, but also like ooh, a little bit, a little bit hesitant that something sketchy is about to happen. So, <laughs> All of a sudden, I, you know, I'm like, okay, let me just look at Facebook really quick. I look at Facebook and I see this video of my nephew um, who passed away. Facebook and my nephew was idea. beyond adorable. Beyond. Okay. Like beyond. beyond. And he, his, his voice was my favorite thing ever. ever. And I purposefully have not listened to his voice because I know it'll break me. But his grandma posted a video of him when he was probably like two and a half saying Tom Brady and I 
literally cried and lost it like at the drop of a hat. It wasn't even like, oh my God. It was just like instant tears because that voice just vibrated within me. And it was something that I have not allowed myself to to look at, to feel, to do in so, so long. Because again, I knew I was not in a space or a place to process those emotions. And being here in this new house, allowing myself to feel, I said, I guess it's happening. And I just started crying and I lost it. And it felt good. And Cove, my little emotional support dog, came up and he sat with me because he's very used. He's used to me crying because literally since the day I fucking got this dog, all I did was cry. Like I was so depressed (laughs) that this dog only knows me crying. Me not crying. He's probably like, is she okay? Like, just fine with it now. Is is this what life is like? (laughs) Uh, So um, he came up and he sat with me and I just, you know, I was still crying and I just kept watching it and I couldn't stop watching it. But I knew that this was a good thing. I knew that this was me processing all of the things I haven't processed. And um, I don't know, a few weeks ago, it was my nephew Blaze's birthday. And somebody asked me who I was. They were like, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so's mom. And I was like, hi, uh, and I stopped. That was so weird. The only words I could think of was I'm Banner's aunt. And... um, that really did. I froze. That, that I did freeze. Real I life. I froze. Because, you know, Banner's no not here. thoughts in my head. Um, she probably doesn't know Banner. <laughs> um, my mom's like, yeah, I'm Blaze's grandma. And I was just like, my mom looked at me like, are you fucking okay? Oh my God, Megan. And I was like, uh, and I had me. nothing to say. And I was emotionally wrecked in that moment because I literally didn't know what to say or why that was in my mind you know it was just so so weird for me and it was then I should have processed the emotion but I didn't I just like tucked it away and I was like we will see you later (laughs) so I tucked it down pushed it down and and then today I saw this video and I couldn't I couldn't not and so I texted my therapist and I said yo I just lost it but I'm so grateful I was like I just had grief overload but I'm so so grateful because I know I was needing to feel that I just did not have I did not allow myself to she was like Megan this is a good thing and I was like I know I agree it's a good thing and it showed me that I feel safe in this place I feel you know I feel safe in knowing that I have me and that this is my space to grieve, to grow and to explore. And fun fact, I'm ready to move already. I'm telling you, if you do not have a place where you can grieve and where you can grow, create one, whether it's, you know, I agree in your closet or in your car or, you know, at in, you have a little part of the house. If you don't have your own space, like, Find a place where you can grieve and you can grow. Maybe you go to a salt cave, you know, and every once salt a month you go to the salt it. cave and that's where you grieve, right? That That's your spot. It doesn't have to be within your house, but you need to allow yourself and create a space for you to feel safe. And for me today, that's what that was for me. Why didn't I put makeup on? I put makeup on every single day after my shower. Why did I not today? I just, something told me not to. And I was sitting there and I was crying and 
it just felt so good. I'm so happy for you, It felt so good to feel everything I've been wanting to feel for the past five months, but couldn't. Your ice cube is different. Because I wasn't safe enough in my space to feel it. So again, if that is you, create a space, find a space, embody a space because you need one. You pushing those emotions down and down and down and down is going to do nothing good for you. You need to feel them. You need to understand what they're telling you. And then you need to go on from there and use them to help you become the best you you can be. And you can't go. Here's the thing that people forget. What do we forget? Is you can't get to the next level of you if you haven't dealt with this version. Oof. If you haven't looked at it in the eyes and said, let's go, bitch. Let's go. If you haven't worked out an agreement, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't paid your debts to this version of you and said, listen, we're going to the next one. Are you Mm -hmm. coming with me? Then you're not going. That's real. You're just going to stay there. And this life is not about stagnation. This life is about growth and evolution and evolving. And if you are busy staying where you are because you're too afraid to look at your shit. Oof, Megan. Just know you're not you're not going to grow. You're not going to heal. You'll have like little wins here and there, but it's nothing that will make you feel like life is magical. And life is magical. Yeah. It's magical when you stop letting fear run your life and when you stop letting your your thoughts run you and other people run your emotions. When you finally say, "Okay, I'm ready to do the hard stuff." That's when your life changes. So today I did a hard thing, but today I also was told that I feel safe here and that I feel safe within myself. And I hope that you create a space and find a space where you can feel safe and at home with you. This was a quick episode, but I just wanted to say we're back. We're back, bitches. And I'm so, so grateful to be in a new space, in a new place. Going to be buying a new camera. So the YouTube vids will be lit. Um, And I'm just so happy to be here. So. I hope you all have a magical day. Check the show notes for free stuff and other ways to connect. I reopened Cafe Confidence, which is a free community where you can connect with other individuals who are looking to grow and grieve right alongside of you. It's in the description and I will see you in the next episode. But for now, Megan herself out. Okay. I loved watching that back. I look so different. I can feel how I look through the screen. Um, I really do think that doing this podcast is such a gift. I'm able to have record of me growing and of me experiencing these things that, you know, hopefully only happened once, you know, like this is wild. I added in a few little subsects here just to go a little bit deeper. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I should probably do these more often just because it truly is so amazing. And I have so much content that, a lot of people will never hear because it's buried so far down in the podcast land. So I hope you loved this episode of Podmas, something so different. But again, Podmas is all about experimenting with different types of podcasts because you don't just want to hear the same thing for 25 days. You don't, I'm sure. So thank you so much for listening today. And I hope that you loved this episode and episode 33 uh, because they were one in the same. All right, everyone have a magical day.